Hey, this is Alyssa Joseph, and you're listening to Beyond the Static. I never found head over heels for you. It's normally something that I do, but you've annoyed me from day one. You're annoying, but it's fun. Yet I feel closest to you Tangled eyes closed Chase your tattoos And wait for their meaning And I curl my toes As we're lying on your basement floor Welcome back to Beyond the Static, the podcast introducing you to your next favorite band. My name is Dwayne. I am your host. On this episode, I had an awesome conversation with Alyssa Joseph, a singer-songwriter out of Nashville, Tennessee. 
We talk about her recent single and EP, plus some new material she's got coming up. And there's an interesting bit in there about her relationship with So Far Sounds. A couple announcements before we get into the episode. I'm bringing back the old format. Uh, that is the radio show style format. But that will be exclusively for the email list. I think I'll put the first couple episodes out, you know, just to refresh your memory. And I'm also working on some new material for Buy Me A Coffee. You can leave a one-time donation on Buy Me A Coffee for $2 or for just $5 a month. You can get access to some exclusive content. I will be shouting y'all out in the very next episode as well for anybody who joins. Also, I'm going to be re-releasing my Hiding From Humans interview from last year on all the new formats. Since the last episode released, Beyond the Static is now available on CastBox, Amazon Music, and Overcast, so I just want to welcome anyone listening on those formats. Just a reminder, before we get into the episode, visit www.beyondthestaticpodcast.tk for links to socials, past episodes, and to fill out a content survey. It is your chance to help curate the content that you want to consume. All right, so we have Alyssa Joseph here. Um, she is a solo recording artist uh, currently in Nashville, Tennessee, correct? Yeah. All right. And you're from this area, which is really cool. I uh, I was looking through some of your stuff. I saw you uh, had some affiliation with Mad Dragon, the, the Drexel uh, label. Yeah, I went, I went to Drexel um, for music industry. Right. Um, yeah. That was actually my first major too. Um, I was at Monmouth for for a year or well, a semester. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, it was a good time. So, um, why don't we get started? Uh, tell me about your your latest single. Uh, it it uh, that you just put out, and then uh, the EP right before it. Let's let's get into that. Yeah. Um. So, it's all really leading up to a larger thing. Um, so the EP is actually like an EP version of an album that I'm getting ready to release. Um, so all of these songs are off of the album. Um, and Curled Toes is the last song that I released from it. And it just kind of felt like the perfect summer song. Um, so that was really fun to release. And, um, the EP before is like kind of some of the like fuller band tracks, off of the record that are really about like points of transition in my life um which is why the song was the song the ep was called alive um because a lot of those transition points like remind you how alive you are um and then uh yeah we're like leading up to an lp so that last track on on alive like that that like really comes at you like it's really powerful and like to be honest with you like when i listened to the entire thing like i was feeling the vibe and then that last song like tell me how you like how you crafted that to go from from was that intentional to go from kind of like we're just getting you vibing and then we're just gonna smack you with like a powerful like yeah (laughs) so glad you liked that that's my favorite track on the whole um record that's that's one of my favorite songs i've written um it's like not in a like traditional pop songwriting form so there's not really a chorus there isn't really like a verse it's kind of just like 
uh, like a part A and a part B and that part B like I wanted the full band to come in and exactly like when I was talking about production I wanted it to like slap you in the face um, so uh, when I play that live there's actually like um, a riff that I play on an electric guitar um, and sing uh, which it's the melody that I sing but on guitar and they kind of like complement each other um, but when like for production when we went into it um i had a lot of like voice recordings from my phone of um like i when i was living back in jersey i dog sat a lot for a really good family friend and they have this really like nice pond in their backyard with like crickets and like all this stuff so i like would record that um just like the sounds of cherry hill new jersey <laughs> at night um, and I just really liked, uh, how that sounded kind of without guitar and it made like when the full band comes in, like hit you even harder because you're coming from like that peaceful, like backyard sound and then like boom, full band, um, which is kind of, I think like the song is very much about existentialism, um, and like what that feels like to me and that's kind of how it feels like you can just go like go about life and then it just kind of hits you like what's the meaning of it all um and it's like that chaotic energy so let me ask you this uh what is your live live setup like um you know obviously you're a solo performer but do you have like a backing band or do you just go and do do it acoustic or what's up um, so I pretty much never play acoustic. Um, if I play solo, it'll be with an electric guitar. Um, and for most live stuff though, I do have a bass, a bass player and a drummer. Um, so we do like a little three piece thing. Okay. Which I like the three piece vibe. Yeah, that's pretty tight. Um, yeah. So I read in your bio that your goal is to to transform the 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 Nashville scene like from country to more of like an alt rock kind of thing. What what's that about? How's that going for you? Um yeah, so like so Nashville like downtown like Nashville is very country. Um obviously like that's what it's known for but really all music is vibing here um so yeah it's not so much that i like want to transform the nashville scene kind of thing it's um i guess more so showing that different types of people make cool music too and like i am not that like like skinny blonde girl with an acoustic guitar kind of thing. Although I guess I am blonde now, which is funny. <laughs> <laughs> I see that. Um, <laughs> so I'm a, you know, not too far off. So uh, yeah, in there. But you yeah, know, so just kind of, uh, yeah. I think like visibility and representation is really important, and I think like just in music in general like you don't see a ton of plus size women um and like in country music you see like so many plus size men um and just like 
the I just feel like there's this misogynistic like standard that like women need to be like tiny and pretty and nice to look at. Um, and I'd rather like scream some things at you that are uncomfortable because they're really vulnerable. I don't know. <laughs> I, you know, I kind of, um, I do feel you in a way, um, being, you know, uh, you know, a, a larger man on the, in the pop punk and like emo scene, you know, it's not really known for, for that. And like being a black man, like, it's like, I don't look anything like the rest of the people that I play with or anything like, you know, a lot of the people that, uh, that come out to the show. So, uh, you know, for me, I feel like sometimes there's, there's this need to like prove that I belong. Um, do you ever feel any, any of that? Um, I can totally see how like one would feel that way. I don't feel that way. I normally like, am like inside, like waiting for when I like in a show setting, like I've had so many people ask me like if I'm working the show and I'm like, no, I'm, I'm playing the show. Um, and I just like love that moment when I get on stage and play and I'm like, like, like people are like, oh, damn, like they're like surprised. Um, and I don't know. I just think I I just think it's funny in a way. Um, I don't know, but I can. I don't know. I I guess guess I'm I'm grateful that I've taken it that way. Yeah, it's like, yeah, like, I deserve to be here, like, and no, I'm not working the door, like. <laughs> right. I, I've been asked if I was security a few times, <laughs> so <laughs> I get it. <laughs> I have not been asked if I'm security, but I think that's because I'm, like, 5'2". Right. Um. <laughs> that's funny. Um. So what are your plans coming up for the, other than the, the uh, full length, um, are you back to playing, playing out? Like has like the COVID like a lockdown kind of ceased down there or what's up? Um, it's funny down here. It's weird down here. Um, definitely. Uh, shows have been happening for a while. Um, yeah, I guess during like, we, so my band, we've played one show down here since i've played one show since covid um and uh it was dope it was like in the lull where like before the delta variant came back and it was like um people were feeling definitely safer in gathering um so i i guess i'm excited that i got in there during that little pocket um but yeah we played a show in nashville at this like cool weird grungy venue called the end um and i definitely missed being in those spaces um so that was cool and it was my first show with my nashville band um which was really fun and awesome um so that's the only show that i have played um i that's live um i am so yeah so the 
I'm going to be releasing a single and a music video with it. Um, and then the record. Um, and then I'm going to be doing a couple album release shows, um, which I'm really excited about. I'll do one in Nashville, one in Philly, and one in Brooklyn. Oh, when's the Philly one? Um, it's going to be Friday, November 26th. Oh, I'm, I'm taking off for that. Where's it going to be? <laughs> um, I'm not sure yet. I'm still in the booking process. So, okay. Yeah. <laughs> if you need me to reach out to anybody, let me know because I want to be there for that. Um, oh, hell yeah. Thank you. <laughs> so, let me ask you this. I heard about um, So Far Sounds uh, right before COVID. So, I never really got to to go to one of their events. But um, how did you get hooked up with them? And how does that whole, whole thing work? Is it like... Um, is it like somebody sets something up and says, Hey, we're part of so far sounds or like, do they reach out and like tour around? How does that work? Yeah. So far sounds is like a weird thing and they definitely got a lot of bad press um, before the pandemic. Like people were very upset. I don't know if you heard like about um, like, basically they pay artists $100 for the show. Like no matter what, like no matter how many people are playing, like no matter what, um, and they got a lot of bad press because of that, because um, basically every show that they put on is sold out. Um, but I don't know. I've I've played probably like 15 so far sound shows now. Um, and they're like awesome. Um, I really love them. I have to bring zero people out and the show is sold out and like no one's. Like, it's hard to book in cities you haven't played or, like, different things like that. And people are going to ask you, like, you know, how many people can you bring out? And I'm like, hmm, I've never been to this place before. Zero. Like, right. um, so it's not like that at all with So Far Sounds. Like, I like to sprinkle them into tours because I know, like, like, I have, I'm a baby, like, emerging artist. I have no idea what some of these shows, like, the turnout is going to be what I'm going to get paid at the end of the night. Like I've gotten paid $15 at a show, like for like driving all the way out to fucking Connecticut or something like you don't know. And it's nice to know like, okay, like at least tomorrow night, I'm going to have like a show that's sold out. I'm getting a hundred bucks. So I know I'm getting to the next place with gas. And I know everyone in that audience is going to be silent. They're going to be like, completely into it and i'm gonna gain at least like 10 to 15 instagram followers and i'm gonna sell merch um and to me like that is like worth it so basically like so far sounds is structured that well now the structure has changed post pandemic i haven't played a so far sounds like after the pandemic they just started doing them again um so i'm not exactly sure how it works because i know that they reorged um but it used to be that you just applied to, like, any city that you wanted to play. So, like, when I lived in Jersey, I applied to, like, Philly, Montclair, D.C., New York, anything that was, like, within, a, like, a hundred or so mile radius. Like, I was, like, wherever I'm going, like, it's fine. And I didn't get picked up by any of the local ones. I got picked up by D.C. Um and, like, once you're in the SoFar network, like, you're good. You just need one city to pick you up. 
Because, like, if you email, like, Boston and say you've played DC, they're like, oh, cool. Like, like DC, like, verified her. Like, cool. Like, she's credible. We'll put her on here. Um, so that's how it worked before. Now, I think that they have, like, booking, like, one person books the entire East Coast. One person books the South. One person books the West Coast. Um, so I'm not exactly sure what that will look like for a new artist trying to get involved in So Far Sounds. Um, but you have to like apply and then they have to pick you basically. Um, but once you're in, you're in. So I've played, uh, Boston a few times, played New York city a few times. Uh, I did Philly, DC, and I've played Louisville, Kentucky. (laughs) Nice. That's cool though. I don't understand why people would be so like what you just said, like a hundred dollars and you're guaranteed a sold out show. Like especially like if you're an up-and-coming artist like yeah i'll take that regardless for sure like for sure especially if i'm playing them solo which sometimes i do like that's i don't have to split that with anyone like that's cool right it's like and like people like have this entitlement to be paid at every show which is just i don't know i get it like you know you don't want to waste your time and your money but like sometimes like you just gotta like get out there and i guess if you're not at the point where you feel like you need to get out there then it's a then it is what it is but it's definitely both ends of the spectrum for sure like art like needs to be valued and like you need to be paid for your time but like i don't know like you know like there was the like when i started out it's like i'll play any show i can get you know like that's how it is It's like yeah like i'll just play anything it's like for the experience and like the growth and like, you know, just getting to know people. And then like, you're like, cool, I'm not playing a show unless there's value in it. Right. Like value does, does come from like money, like monetary value, but also like sometimes I find value in like, okay, it's like for a charity, it's for a good cause or like, okay, I'm going to play this show because like, I've not been to this area and like I know that like all these other people are going to bring folks out so maybe I'm not going to get paid a ton but like I'm going to get the exposure um so I don't know I definitely think like there's value in other ways than monetary but also like in your case that you were talking about like if you're not bringing people out to show then you can't expect to be paid (laughs) right so, uh, what has been like your favorite show or favorite city to play so far? Do you have like a a venue that like you always like you can't wait to get back to? Um. So, yeah, I um with my like Jersey band, um, I we went on like a nice northeastern loop, uh, like two years ago, um. And we went up to Portland, Maine, and um, my cousin lives there. So we got to stay with her and she's got like a gorgeous garden with tons of sunflowers and it was beautiful. But Maine is like awesome. We we played a Monday night um, and the show like it was at this really cool venue called Sun Tiki, which is basically a um, tanning salon that was converted into a venue and like like band space so like every room of the tanning salon is like a practice space that they rent out during the week um 
to all these different bands. So because they make their money from that, when they have a show, like they gave us like a percent of bar, which literally is unheard of. <laughs> nice. Um, which is, it was cool. Like it was a Monday night. There were a ton of people there. We made like 400 bucks. Like it was crazy. Um, I loved it. It was great. I will play that venue like anytime. <laughs> nice. There needs to be more, more things like that. Like that kind of like, we know we make our money and we're not trying to screw the artists over too. So that that's cool. Yeah. They totally were about the artist and like, it was, it was really, really cool. Um, but it was also a very safe space, like in the bathrooms, like they had like signs, like, um, like if you're uncomfortable and like someone is making you feel uncomfortable or anything like text us and like, we'll handle it. Like you don't even have to like go up to a bartender. Um, so that was really cool too. Just like good people, good venue, good space. That's really cool. So I saw, um, while I was, uh, Browsing your website, I saw there's a lot of lyric videos up, which is really cool. Uh, are you gonna any plan to do any, um, especially with the the big release coming up? Any plans to do like a an all out, um, you know, official music video? I do have one coming out. Yeah, um, for my next song. Okay, yeah. when can we expect? I'm really to see excited. That? I worked. Um, soon <laughs> oh nice um yeah really soon um i worked with this awesome videographer and photographer hannah hall um i so like when i moved to nashville i had this really awesome opportunity that like i knew no one and um i needed like i needed a mixing engineer i needed a mastering engineer for the record um i knew i wanted to make a music video i wanted to work with like a director and um different things like that but I knew that in all of those like all of the roles that I needed were male-dominated fields um so I was like cool I have no connections like I'm going to pursue non-men for these roles um and I was like so lucky in finding the perfect people um to like make and create with um so I'm super excited to release the video. I worked with Hannah Hall, who's like the sweetest and like in a crazy talented um, videographer and um, photographer. So I'm super excited to release that. All right, cool. So um, a couple things I want to get it, get in uh, before we have to end. Um, for someone who hasn't heard your music before, how would you describe it and what should they expect? Um, I normally just say sad girl grungy that kind of covers it. Um, it's raw, real, vulnerable. Um, we're either like really sad or we're really angsty. Nice. <laughs> um, so why don't you tell uh, my audience where they can find you? Uh, anything you'd like to plug or promote like floor is yours. Yeah. Um, so yeah, alyssajoseph.com. Alyssa is spelled the right way. So A-L-Y-S-S-A-J-O-S-E-P-H.com. <laughs> um, and then my stuff's all over Spotify, um, Apple Music, Bandcamp, all those good things. 
Um, and yeah, just uh, like streaming music and adding like songs to your playlists is such an awesome thing, especially like it is something that you can do for artists that helps them so much emerging artists um, that costs you nothing. And that's like a really awesome way to support artists and your friends and stuff like that. So nice. Yeah. Is there anything else that uh, we didn't cover that you'd like to talk about? Any uh, parting words? Um, I don't think so, but I am so happy we got to make this happen. Um, yeah. We I, back and forth I don't even there. know like what, what Facebook group I found you in. I just like, saw you comment on something and I was like, yo, I'm from Jersey. Like, (laughs) (laughs) um, so I'm so glad that we finally got to connect and like make this happen. I really appreciate your time. Absolutely. I really appreciate you, uh, coming on and being patient with me. Um, so Alyssa Joseph, thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks for listening, everybody. The uncut video will be available at buymeacoffee.com slash beyond the static. You can follow me on Facebook and Instagram at Beyond the Static Podcast and Twitter at BTS Podcast. And don't forget to go to www.beyondthestaticpodcast.tk to join my email list for exclusive content and hear past episodes. I appreciate you all more than I can express. Have a great morning, noon, and night. Catch you next time on Beyond the Static.